Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Hello, Torn Tribe. It's Athena here on today's episode of Torn, Finding a Mom-Life Balance. I'm going to give you some insider tips on how to handle remote living. Torn Tribe, if you have been with us for a while, you will know that I, Athena... Um, do everything remotely. I'm a remote employee. I homeschool my children part-time and most of my living activities I try to do out of my home. Um, part of that is because my career is so demanding that it has to start so early in the morning and because I'm a remote employee, um, it kind of gives way, um, to actually, it like having everything else be done at home um, to be more convenient. So one of the things I will say, you know, the question that I often get asked is, how do you stay home and use your space for different purposes and not feel trapped? How do you get away from that? I am tired of looking at these four walls feeling. And I will say that feeling does happen from time to time. Um, you know, there are times where I'm like, man, I wish I could go into a workspace so I can just separate myself and think or see something new. But I think the first uh, tip that I will give you is getting that remote mindset. And so setting your expectations to understand that yes, I am going to work from home today. I'm going to homeschool from home today. I am going to shop online today for my groceries. And once you set that expectation, it makes uh, accepting what that actually looks like a little easier. And so what helps get you to that mindset though? I would say it's making your space look like what its actual purpose is. So my workspace, yes, I have an office and so does my husband. Um, and thankfully, we live in a home where we can have two offices. But I will say that even if you don't have the space, you can still get one of those little desks that is multi-purpose, right? And can fit in a corner and serve as a shelf, a bookshelf at one point or a desk at another point or it could be a standing moving table, um, get creative because once you're in that space, it should spark whatever activity and purpose you're desiring to accomplish. So yes, my office has a desk in it. It has my laptops on it and my laptops typically do not move from that location because once I'm in that space, I'm in the zone of I am at work. And I've created the same type of environment for my sons where we know that if we sit at this particular table and we see the crayons, we see the pencils, we're ready to do school. 
And um, another thing that we did during these COVID times is even taking that creativity to the outside and making our deck or our porch actually symbolize the purpose of that area. So on my deck, I put up a gazebo the last year because we wanted that area to be a place that welcomed fellowship and just hanging out and relaxing and the unwinding. So that way, when we got tired of being inside, we could go outside and unplug and unwind. So just make sure and you can even hang up um, different quotes, uh, different pieces of art within your space that kind of help perpetuate what is that purpose of that space. So Definitely my work area has a desk, my laptops, a whiteboard, and my kid's school area has pencils and crayons and loose leaf and everything that will make you think of a classroom so that you can't deviate from the purpose. The other aspect of remote living, I will say that I've honed in on and embraced over the past two years is getting rid of clutter. I, I've noticed that clutter often means cluttered thoughts or putting something off. So I realized because my children have been doing um, this university model type school since, since the time that they were able to go to school. And actually my oldest, I homeschooled full time at a certain point early on in his educational career. And so what I notice is as the schoolwork was being done and I was grading it and it was complete, I would just pile it up in a corner or the other pile was all the things that I needed to grade and complete or read through and look at. But the truth is, if it ended up in a pile, I never looked at it again. So look around your space and look at how many piles are building up because I know in my home, we have a pile of mail. We have a pile of, you know, papers from our kids' sports or from their school or from homeschooling or past projects. I even had a pile starting about all the Sunday school material. Well, the truth is, if it ends up in a pile in our house, it never gets looked at again. So I made sure to go through and I just did one big sweep. I just went through my entire house and got rid of the piles and I started organizing. So I started getting ca cabinets where I can organize their toys or organize their completed assignments. And then we would go in and take pictures of it and then get rid of the actual physical uh, art project because now we had a virtual memory, a digitized memory of it. And then I also started getting storage bins where each child has their own memory box. And if it fits in the memory box, they can keep it. If they if it can't, then we digitize it and that's how we keep it. Um, and this sense of order actually helped with being remote. I didn't feel like I needed to leave my house anymore to be able to get a clear thought. Because without realizing it, all the clutter around you starts crowding out your thought space and it just creates chaos um, without you even realizing it. So getting order to that um, and getting it organized in a way that it's actually productive and use that attic. 
I know at certain times, you know, at the beginning, it used to be so hard for me to be like, oh, well, you know, let's uh, put it in a storage bin and I'll put it in my closet. Now, actually now, let's put it in a storage bin and let's put it in our attic until that season comes again. Like Christmas ornaments don't need to be in my space <laughs> when it's not Christmas season. So use the space that you have, whether it's an attic, a basement, or storage unit that you um, rent, use your space to best serve you and make sure that you're constantly seeing, that's the theme again, it's like constantly seeing what it is that you want to drive. What is that purpose? And then lastly, Torn Tribe, I will say set boundaries and I'm not only talking about physical boundaries like I've been sharing it's like yes there's things that need to be in a bin and things for seasons and yes there's locations to do work in your house and homeschool or parent or family time but there's also mental boundaries to put into place as a remote employee and a homeschooler I will say that we often fall into this rut if you're early on in this journey if you're a remote employee, you will often feel like you haven't worked enough. Or you might feel the pressure from your management saying, you know, you haven't worked enough. They don't see, right? So you end up starting your day at a time that most of your coworkers are commuting to the office. And you end up ending your day way later past the point that they're commuting home. So account for that commute. Start your day at the same time a person that's physically going into the office will go will start their day. Account for that commute because you're just repurposing that time. Instead of being in a car, you could be doing something else. You could be having quiet time. You could be working out. You can be sleeping in. You can be eating breakfast with your family or driving your kids to school and don't feel guilty about that. You have the same amount of time as everybody else that's physically going into the office. I will speak the same truth over that homeschool parent. Yes, there's the eight hours a day that our child goes to a physical school. But if you actually go and observe a classroom or a school environment for those hours, you will notice that your child does not spend eight hours in instruction. So nor should they do that when they're homeschooled. It's okay, homeschool parent, to have that instruction be two to three hours or different Monday through Friday. That's the power of homeschooling. You have the flexibility. You have control over the agenda. You know your student and your child and what they're strong in and what their weaknesses are and where the focus should be. So use that as liberty and don't feel the guilt or the pressure to have to make your homeschool life look like traditional school that's actually in a building. So just like that remote employee that's going to repurpose that commuting time and not necessarily be behind their laptop the minute they wake up, I empower that homeschool parent to also repurpose all that time that students spend commuting to school going into their classroom, spending time at lunch and recess and bathroom breaks and mental breaks that they all, and the, you know, they go to certain assembly meetings. There's tons of things that happen at a school building that have nothing to do with instruction time um, that can be repurposed during homeschooling in the homeschool environment. 
So Torn Tribe, I hope that these tips empower you to live a remote life if that's the season that you find yourself in. Here, Athena, I've been living remote, um, working remote for 15 years, just about, and homeschooling for over 10. Um, and so I can tell you that those feelings of, am I doing enough? Do I have enough structure? Am I being purposeful with my time? You know, am I being productive? Those are all normal trains of thoughts to have, but set those boundaries because otherwise you'll end up in burnout. So I hope that you can use these, set your expectations again, avoid clutter, which often leads to cluttered thoughts and set boundaries both mentally and physically for the success of you and your family. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. Today, Torn Tribe, I will share a mend with you. Um, typically, me and memes uh, share a mend of what's helping us keep it all together throughout the week. And I will say, um, for me personally, it's been setting the time to cut off work and go spend time with one of my sons, Sam, to go play baseball. Um, It's been an amazing opportunity to connect with him on the sport that he's claiming for this season to be his favorite. But the reason it means so much to me is because oftentimes as a child, I used to spend time with my brother and my dad during the, you know, baseball season, going and throwing a ball and going and playing home run derby. And it's just cool to be on the other side of that, to know, to not be the child in this situation, but be the adult that creates the fun environment and the excitement in being able to play a sport, just, you know, a nine person game, just two people playing it. Um, so I've been thoroughly embracing that moment. Torn Tribe, we would love to hear what's mending you these days, what's helping you keep it together. Make sure that you stay connected. Um, You can find us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And uh, you can also email us at tornmlb at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And memes, we missed you today, but we know that you're doing the career mom thing. So we're sending you some grace upon grace. And Torn Tribe, I wish the same for you. Choose Grace. Choose Grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. Grace.